Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Welcome back to the program. Great to have you with us this morning. We're very excited about our next guest. We've been caught up and consumed with Super Bowl hysteria over the past couple of weeks, Tim. Our own Jared Waitley going over to call the game back here into Australia. Uh, you and I both great NFL fans. And you came to me one morning and said, have you watched this great movie called American Underdog? And I said, no, I have not. And I raced home and watched it that day. And enjoyed it thoroughly. Loved every second of it. And the story tells the story of Kurt Warner, who is a famous name in the NFL footy. But according to the movie, and we'll ask the man himself how accurate it was, it wasn't always going to be that way. It's a great story of perseverance and triumph over adversity and... The man himself being good enough to join us, and we're delighted to have him. Kurt, welcome to the program. Thank you. Good to be on. Good to be in in Australia. I love that uh, that you guys are fans of our game. Well, of course, you've got we've got a great connection through Ben Graham, a man that uh, you know well and played with you in a Super Bowl. Unfortunately, weren't able to quite get there for that one, but uh, he's been championing your story as well. So we're so happy and delighted and excited to talk to you. How accurate is the American underdog depiction of your story? Uh, it's actually really, really accurate. You know, it's one of those kind of crazy stories, one of a kind stories that, um, you know, as we were going through the process, everybody's like, man, you don't have to change anything. You don't have to mm-hmm. sensationalize anything because the story uh, is that good. And then when you tie in, you know, my wife's story, who's got kind of an underdog story, my son, who was injured when he was four months old, and uh, the way that he's overcome the different challenges in life, you mix all those together. Uh, I just thought it was a beautifully told story of you know my football career our relationship you know us as parents uh dealing with a child that has different challenges um so i thought they did an excellent job with it and um you know i mean obviously there's always going to be some hollywood in it there's going to be some drama that's created through the different stories but uh every story that you saw in the movie was a real life story in one way or another um and so that's the beautiful thing is you never have to go and do an interview and go well that part, well, you know, didn't yeah. really happen or, or that didn't really happen. And then people start going, well, okay, what did happen? What mm-hmm. can we believe? So the majority of the movie is within context and all the stories that you see and the, the moments that you see did actually happen. Kurt, were you that broke at this at one stage? This is before you actually were at the Rams that you had to try and find some coins in your pocket and the car broke down in the snow, in the ice, it was cold. Were you that broke at that stage? I, I was. Um, you know, we were actually living with my, you know, my uh, would-be wife, Brenda, uh, her parents at the time. I was just trying to, to do whatever I could to make ends meet because I still wanted to kind of pursue my dream of playing. Uh, but so, so I was working for five fifty an hour. Well, it, it would come after that, but I, I would start taking a job for five fifty an hour working at a grocery store because I was that broke. You know, I, I, I didn't have any money. She was going to nursing school. We were, you know, kind of going off of whatever I had made, you know, the previous summer. And, and you find yourself in a moment like that. And, you know, as you know, watching the movie is, you know, two kids, two little kids in the back. Mm-hmm. It's freezing cold. Uh, you know, you're trying to just make it home with whatever you have in the tank and then you'll figure it out from there and uh, and you run out of gas. And we were, you know, we were looking, you know, under the cushions and under the seats and wow. trying to just scrape up enough to uh, to get us home and get the kids warm that night. So uh, it yeah, it was true. And, you know, again, you know, I, I don't want to paint the picture like, um, you know, like I was living out on the streets and I had nothing. I mean, we 
had a warm place to live and you know we, we had a warm meal uh at home from her parents but it was a dire situation where it kind of shocked me into realizing okay my gosh how did i get here you know never thought i would be in this situation trying to chase my dream and it changes your perspective a little bit to go okay i'm still going to try to chase my dream but i've got to be realistic too and i've got to understand that you know i've got some responsibilities that i have to take care of and that's what kind of forced me into that you know, that period of time where I was working in a grocery store. So this great story of persistence, and there's a whole heap of our audience that have gone and watched the movie because we've been talking about it for a couple of days, and there's going to be a whole heap more who are going to watch it again, and you'll now watch it with context. You nearly, or you had this great hope that you'd be drafted in in 94. So you've come out of college, you've had some success there. You know, the story goes, you're sitting there and you think, oh, I won't go on the first day of the draft, but the second, and it doesn't happen. And then... You know, our perception is that if you don't make the draft in America, there's not nowhere really else to go to ply your trade. But you hung in there and you found a way to keep playing. And it wasn't until, you know, 1999 that you actually got your yeah. big chance. I mean, that is, that's a long time just to maintain <laughs> the faith. You're telling me it was a long time. You know, it, and it's funny because I, I really only played, you know, one year of college football. You know, I was there but sat on the bench for a number of years and played the one year. But it was a pretty good year. And, you know, it's amazing how optimistic we can be sometimes and whatever, like, oh, yeah, I had one good year. Maybe I'll get drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe it'll be the second round. You know, so I watched every pick of that draft, just yeah. hoping to hear my name at some point in time, somebody that believed in me. Um, and, and you're right. I think the perception with a lot of people is, oh, if you don't get drafted, um, you'll never get an opportunity to play. And now there's a lot of guys in the NFL that, have gone undrafted that sign as a free agent and just need an opportunity. Cause you know, sometimes, you know, we don't peak in college, you know, at that age, or maybe we didn't get the proper opportunity, um, you know? And so, you know, I signed as a free agent with green Bay. Uh, unfortunately I got cut in my first stint there, but the beautiful thing. So, for sorry, me can I jump that- in there, Kurt? Sorry. Did you get cut from green Bay in the manner that it was in the movie in that, uh, that you got called on to, to, you know, to run a drill and that you perhaps weren't quite ready for it? Exactly. That, you know, that, that did happen is that, you know, I would, you know, it was there, it was the first mini camp and they had, it was the first day of practice. They had given me the playbook and, you know, I mean, I, I had just gotten it. I, I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't even know how to call the play. So in my mind, I was saying, well, I'm not going to go in because if I go in and fail, mm. well, they'll cut me on the spot and I'll be out. So I'm going to wait until I, you know, at least get a couple days under mm-hmm. my belt and, and get comfortable with this and comfortable with the playbook. Um, but, you know, little did I know it was kind of that moment where they said, okay, if this guy's not even prepared to go into practice and fail, um, you know, how can we keep him around and think that we can trust him on kind of a Sunday afternoon? And so I kind of talked myself out of my opportunity in Green Bay simply because I was afraid to fail. Yeah. You know, I knew I you know, was a guy that wasn't highly touted, undrafted free agent. So you worry about every moment of failure. And it was a great learning moment for me because – my entire life, I was extremely confident. And I was, you know, put me anywhere, put me up against anybody, and I'll compete. And I believe that I'm going to beat them. But here was one moment in my career where mm. I was like, mm. oh man, you know, that fear, being afraid kind of overwhelmed me. Um, and I talked myself away from the confidence. And, you know, it ultimately cost me. And so it taught me a great lesson that, hey, no matter where you're at, this is what you do mm. believe in yourself, you know, go out there and sling it. And if you fail, learn from it and and then move on to the next opportunity. But I was very fortunate after getting cut that we had a couple other leagues that 
um, you know, that were out there is that I would play arena football, which, you know, probably nobody over there really understands. You get a glimpse of it in the movie. Um, but it was at least a chance for me to play, you know, so I got to play a lot of football, three years of arena football. Then I would come and play NFL Europe. So I would play in Amsterdam for a season. So I got a chance to play a lot of football during that period where I wasn't in the NFL. So when I came back to the NFL, I, I felt like I was a much better player mm -hmm. and a much more mature person. Mm -hmm. So when I got my opportunity, I was really ready to settle in and grab the opportunity. And it would ultimately lead to, you know, to, to a really great career. Well, that team became known as the Rams team, became known as the greatest show on turf. Now, I'm old enough to remember when you first started. And I can remember yeah. the conversation around the game because this guy's turned up the quarterback and they're thinking, okay, well, they're going to work him out. They're going to work him out. They're going to be able to shut him down. He's not going to be able to continue like this. Yeah. Were you actually, were you feeling that that conversation was going on at that time too when there were people that still didn't necessarily believe in what you were capable of doing? You know, I, I think it's very important to be realistic in life is, you know, that that sometimes it's, you know, it's easy to to think of ourselves in a certain way or to, you know, to get mad at people when they have a certain opinion of us. I was very realistic and understood why everybody doubted. Like, I get it. You yeah. know, I mean, I was a guy that wasn't playing. I was working in a grocery store, <laughs> or, you know, a few years ago. I was playing in a league that nobody knows anything about. And all of a sudden, I find myself as a starter. <laughs> I'm not going to be mad at people that go, man, I, I don't know if this guy can play. I don't know if the Rams have a chance. I understood why they were saying that. The other thing was, is I didn't believe any of it because I knew what I was capable of doing. So that didn't sway me one way or another. But I will say the one thing I did know was that I wasn't going to get very many opportunities. You know, I wasn't like some of these guys that get drafted really high and they don't have success early and they get another shot. Yeah. Or they don't have success with the first team. They're going to get a shot with the second team. So I understood that part of it. Um, but I, you know, it was, I get it. I understand why people were doubting me. And for me, it was just about going out and playing and doing what I was capable of doing. Anyone that knows anything about uh, NFL understands though, how fundamental to the success of a team, the quarterback is. So, and you're stepping into a team. What about the players? My understanding is the players have to, they have to believe deeply in the quarterback and his abilities as well. Sure. So, how did you can or how quickly did the players warm to you as their quarterback? How difficult was that for you to win them over as a group of players? Well, I think they had kind of the same idea as some of the people on the outside was like, oh my gosh, because Trent Green had gone down with an injury um, during one of our preseason games, our practice games before the regular season, and he was playing great. And so then all of a sudden I take over, and I don't think anybody on the team really knew what I was capable of either. So uh, I think there was a lot of questions inside the locker room, like, oh my gosh, are, are we really going with this guy? Like, uh, you know, who is this guy? Can he play? Um, and so I knew there wasn't anything that I could say, you know, I could try to talk to him and tell him, hey, don't worry, I'm really good. <laughs> but it's really going to come down to me getting on the field and showing him, hey, I, I can play. Like, and it, so it took me some time to have to prove that to him. Um, but I don't think it took that long, is that they came to realize very quickly that, I was good. I was yeah. around some really good players that could help me be even better. Um, but yeah, there was no question. There was some doubts in the locker room, of course, going, man, I, I don't know about this. I, I mean, you know, they were probably thinking very much like the guys on the outside that, man, we don't have a chance with this guy. Um, but it was more because nobody really knew, right? Yeah. Nobody had ever really been around me and seen me in that moment. 
Um, and it took me, you know, some time to prove to them that, hey, hey we're going to be all right. So this is the backdrop and this is the part and we're going to run out of time at a moment, which we have so much more to tell. But with that backdrop of you just getting a chance because, you know, the quarterback goes down, is he going to be right? Tim says he's got to have faith. He's been in the, you know, five years before, since he was going to get drafted. Not only did you then take the opportunity, you, you turn out one of the all-time great seasons in your first year of finally getting a crack at it. You throw for over 4,300 yards, 41 touchdowns, you're the NFL MVP. That's the part of your story that when you watch it, you go, well, that's made up. That, that, that's the part that they made it just to make the story right. But that that's the reality. It, it is. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it, there's so many crazy parts of the story, but, you know, I, I tell people all the time, if you'd have told me when I was a little kid dreaming of playing in the NFL, that by the time I was 28, I would have won a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl MVP, won an MVP. And you said, would you take it? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, sign me up. I'll take it. No doubt. Now, normally that's, you know, five or six years into your career. Yeah, yeah. It just so happened that it was my first year and my first opportunity and everything kind of came together at one point. Um, but again, I, I think some of the moral of the story is I don't know if I would have been the same player coming out of college as I was mm -hmm. five years mm -hmm. later after playing a lot of football, after growing up, after understanding and having a different perspective about life, uh, you know, at that point than I did when I was younger. And so, um, you know, I, I count, you know, at the time I was, you know, I look back at my journey and I'm like, gosh, why me? You know, why, why can't I be the one that gets drafted or, or play four years in college? Why did I have to work in a grocery store? And it's amazing when you look back 20 years, 25 years later and you go, man, I am so grateful that I have the story that I did. It's unique. It's one of a kind. And there were a lot of things that I learned in the process that made me better when I got there. You know, that I, I probably thought of myself a little more highly than I, I probably should have, um, you know, in the early stages. And it came through learning and it came through failures and it came through, um, you know, not getting some opportunities and some challenges that I faced that ultimately I think that is why I was able to have so much success so quickly once I got back into the league. Kurt, we, we want to thank you for joining us because when we watch this story, like I, I was obviously aware, but not to the level of detail. And this will encourage so many of our listening audience to go and now watch the movie. And, and I mean, there's there's so many other storylines that we would love to explore, the, you know, your family and you know, your selflessness and the commitment and love you've got with your partner, your wife and, and your children. It is it's just a great story and it's a thrill and honour for us to talk. We thank Ben Graham. Um, you, he, he set this up for us and we really loved it and appreciate it. And hopefully we can touch base again somewhere down the track because it is one of the mm. great stories. And uh, we, we thank you so much for joining us this morning. You got it. Thanks for having me on. It's great to talk to you guys, and I'd love to uh, to jump on another time and continue the conversation one way or another. But, uh, again, appreciate all those people out there uh, supporting our great game, supporting you know me and my family. If they go check out the movie, uh, it really is a, a good movie that I think will touch people, whether you're a football fan or not. So I appreciate you guys. I appreciate everybody out there listening, and uh, let's touch base again. Uh, we Thanks, will, Kurt. For sure. We appreciate it. Kurt Warner, um, a good story. It is an awesome, unbelievable story that Great you'd, story. you'd think had been written just for a movie. But it is – I was so fascinated mm. to know how accurate it was. So go and have a look at it. American Underdog is the movie. Go and do some reading on it. Go and watch Kurt Warner play. That first year, having waited and gone through all the hardship, and then he just turns out one of the great years 
from an NFL quarterback. It's quite extraordinary. So what a thrill. Kurt Warner joining us. 